definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Monday. Good morning and welcome onto the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app, which you can take with you just about anywhere. Even even listening down in Stampede, Texas, alongside Jeff McGuire. I'm Choice Woodman. Surprised you didn't go with a, a specific city today. There's a big one in history today. What is today's date? Today is October third, uh, October second. Goliad, Texas. That's the one I thought you would go with today. Mm. I'm a little surprised you didn't get that. Now let's give cre- Choice some credit here, because when he figured out that it was the second, he knew it was Goliad Day. I know my Texas history. You All do. Right. I, I, mm. I want to give you some credit for like this. Is me supporting you in your knowledge? Stampede. Do you even know where that is? My guess is that somewhere between San Antonio and Fort Worth. It is actually just outside of Waco. Is it just out of Waco? So we're uh, going to have a game in Waco later this week. So that fits. That's, that, yeah. that is why I did that. But Goliad, I know a guy from Goliad. Have <coughs> a, uh, a, Does he walk around with a cannon all the time? I don't know if you'd call him a co-worker. I could call him a friend. Uh, Keith Patrick. Oh, okay. Yeah, co-worker. You'll hear him on the uh, adjacent. Friendship. Football broadcast. He he's he's from Goliad, so definitely a former coworker. The uh, Goliad Tigers. What's uh, so special about no, Goliad? Don't, don't, I'm easy, easy Virginian. Yeah. This... Today is where come and take it comes from. Yeah, the flags that you've seen. Yeah, Goliad. Uh, you can hit us up. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, whatever you want to bring in. I'm sure there's lots of reaction to uh, finally a win over a team with a pulse. Uh, Red Raiders take down the Houston Cougars on Saturday. Winning feels better than losing. As uh, Chris Level told me over the weekend, I agree with him. It is nice. That's a nice little changeup. Still 2-3 and three on the season, but um, feels like uh, you at least get a monkey off your back. We'll talk that. We'll talk Cowboys. Um Unfortunately, we'll talk a little Rangers and a bit of a bit of a meltdown, not a full-on meltdown. You got to give Astros some credit too for going and doing everything they had to do, and uh, they took the division. So and some credit to Seattle. No, 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 there's a little bit of credit there because in a game that didn't matter to them, they throw a shutout. No, stupid. I didn't say. Why didn't they throw the game? Come on. Oh, Everybody the, should hate the Astros. That's how I, it should I be. Don't say you're wrong there. Everybody should hate the Astros. Why were the I'm giving Mariners a little credit not to running Seattle. their worst pitcher out there? I, I'm not giving them credit. I'm telling them they're dumb for what they did. They should have thrown the game. They should have tossed it. I mean, Corey Seager, know? Corey Seager loses his batting title in the game too. It's just like, what are we doing here? Do you know what happened? Forty-five percent of the time, the Rangers lost this year. America loses the Ryder Cup. I thought I was coming in happy this week, but you're the one going yeah, negative. Gum it. That's right. I'm going to choose positive. Choose most positivity of the time. most of the time because it was a much much better fandom weekend for me this weekend than it was 
the Tech previous soccer weekend. won on was yesterday. Very pleased with that. Yep. Still unbeaten Tech Soccer, so all good on that front. But uh we got You got to hear all about Taylor Swift last night. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> Plenty of T Swift action going on. So Thank God for Brad Sham on the Cowboys Network and the three hour post game show that they do, so I didn't have to hear much of it. Yeah. I listened to all of that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So you can uh we'd love to have your thoughts, whatever you want to bring in. Yates Flooring Center chat line wide open through the 100.7 The Score mobile app and at 107thescore.com. Hacks, obviously, out today, expected to be back tomorrow. He busted his pipes uh, yelling soccer calls or something. I heard that the, the dragging charger was no longer dragging today is what the concept was. Really? Is that, that That's what he was doing this morning. So he doesn't want his charger in drag anymore? I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I thought it looked good wearing the pink tutu, but you know, so, okay. it's his car. He's allowed to change it. Okay, Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, we've got uh, plenty to get into. Do you have a favorite moment from the weekend? Besides the, okay, I don't want you to be the sarcastic person out mm-hmm. there, but that's saying the win. But and I, I guess I, that, that is a great moment from the weekend. Uh, it was a needed moment. Like Joey McGuire said it in the press conference. Man, we needed that one, and that's so true. Uh, I'm still looking at the the rest of the football schedule going, okay, that's two. We got to get four sure. more. Sure. Uh, and it's not impossible. I, I absolutely thought if you don't beat Houston that your chances of getting those next four were zero. Agreed. That, that team, to me, uh, though they didn't look like it on Saturday, at times is, I think on paper, the worst team in the league right now. So it's... If you didn't go win that one at home, it would have been really, really bad and a really bad season upcoming. So you took care of business. You won it by double digits, won it by three touchdowns. You did what you're supposed to do. Um, Now here comes another team that, you know, up until late in the third quarter against UCF was maybe the worst team in the Big 12 Conference in Baylor. They were one and three down 35 to seven and somehow come back and win it 36 to 35. We've got all week to get into that game. But, man, it, it looked like, okay, if you got a winnable road game coming up, this is this is it. Now it looks a little less winnable. I think Tech's an ever-so-slight favorite, basically a pick game coming up in Waco. And you got over a hump and finally won a team, won a game against a team that, with a pulse this this year. Now you got to get over the hump and, and find a way to win on the road. That would be nice. You have one of those wins in the Joey McGuire era. Mm. And it was the last one of the regular season last year. So, um, But you know what you can do to, on Saturday? You can change Get that. the second one. That would be great. It is, in fact, possible. It has I, happened before. So we will uh, we'll see on Saturday. But it was also your worst game of the year last year. Worst game, I don't think many people... Yeah, no, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's hard to argue. It was your worst game it of the year. It was your worst game. You, the Baylor game was the worst game of the year, so... And it was kind of... I don't know that it was the most frustrating game. What would be the most frustrating? TCU? I still look at K-State. Oh, that was frustrating, yeah. Uh, as the most frustrating, but the Baylor loss, the, that was... You played your worst. You played overall. your worst, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see... Um, what happens on that front. But we want to get your reaction first before we talk any Baylor-Waco stuff. We will uh, 
We want to talk what you liked, what you saw from Saturday that you liked. Uh, Red Raiders and Houston Cougars. Uh, you can but talk some Dallas Cowboys as well as that was my favorite thing of the weekend. The we, fact that your Cowboys, the Cowboys defense, got back to being the Cowboys defense. As for whatever showed up in Arizona, Arizona? Yeah. where where they were, why they didn't why they didn't take them on the trip, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I mean, the three wins this year, the Cowboys have outscored their opponents. Look at this. This is math on the fly. 108 to 13. 108 to 13 in the wins. Your defense has scored more points than they've given than the other up. Team. Yeah. In their wins. And then there's that anomaly in, uh, in Arizona. Hopefully that's all it is. An anomaly that you look at and we'll say, find out Sunday night. They just didn't show up. It's the first time you're facing a team with a pulse. Yeah. Yeah. Don't disagree there. We'll talk Cowboys. We'll talk Red Raiders. Whatever you want to talk about, send it in on the Yates Forex Center chat line. We got a lot of headlines, though. Coming up next on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Time for a few headlines. What you need to know. Part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. Jeff McGuire in for Haxton today. You can uh, hit us up if you'd like. Thoughts, comments, questions, all welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get back to some of that in a moment. First, it is time for your headlines. Uh, And we'll start off with uh, where we left off. Dallas Cowboys victorious 38-3 yesterday as they take out the New England Patriots. It is the worst loss ever for Bill Belichick as a head coach. That's saying something. He's been a head coach for a really long time in the NFL. And Mo- not always with good teams. Yeah, mostly with good teams. But He started with the Browns. I do realize that. So a 38-3 victory, uh, pretty impressive by the Cowboys as they wiped the floor with the Patriots yesterday. Um, looked like they did in the first two games. Found a, uh, a way to get the defense going. The knock is probably the same knock that's been the knock for the Cowboys since Dak Prescott's taken over at quarterback and struggling in the red zone to uh, get touchdowns. Lots of field goals in the red zone, but struggling to get touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, this year, I'll agree with that. I don't well, know you, that that's his, you can go been his knock the whole time. You can go check the numbers. They have The Cowboys have been very middle of the pack when it comes to red zone efficiency with touchdowns. Now, yeah, scoring I, overall, they score a lot. Right, right. I, I don't... He hasn't been fantastic in the red zone. Don't get me wrong, but I don't can turnovers last year huge problem for Although the Cowboys. That was his knock, yeah. That that's the when I think of Dak Prescott, big problems. That's what I looked to last year. Yeah. Um, when when he takes care of the foot, you also were able to hand the ball to Ezekiel Elliott a lot to get a bunch of easy touchdowns. So I don't. It, that's true this year. They weren't able to last year. I mean this year. They beat right. the Patriots, fortunately. That, that's true, too. Um, but I, I don't feel like that's an uh, – I maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't feel like that's been a, a huge issue for Dak other than this year. This year, no doubt. No argument for this year. Uh, Cowboys, as Jeff mentioned earlier, will get their first true test of the season as they head out west to San Francisco or Santa Clara or wherever they actually play uh, to take on the 49ers in um, – a Sunday 
I think that's an afternoon game, isn't it? I think it's Sunday night. Sunday night. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Chiefs Jets yesterday. That was a Sunday night game, and Chiefs take out the Jets twenty three to twenty. Thank you. Seventeen nothing. Uh, the Chiefs were up. It looked like they were just going to roll past the Jets. Jets hang around, able to frustrate Pat Mahomes much of the night. Some questionable calls down the stretch that go the Chiefs' way, and the Chiefs win it twenty three to twenty. Uh, Texans beat the Steelers thirty to six yesterday as well. Is this a good football team? I mean, that's two in a row where they've they've the, walloped the Texans. Yeah, I mean, can uh, we call them good yet? N- I would not. Garbage is where I'd start. They're definitely not garbage. I mean, uh, they they had they to get off the, of garbage first. They've had twenty plus point wins. In yeah, no, back to back weeks over teams with pulses. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Steelers and Jaguars are not complete pushovers so yeah I'm I'm rather surprised at what they've got going in Houston but uh it's a good start for for D'Amico Ryans uh Texas Tech soccer not a surprise that they roll past Cincinnati <laughs> yesterday in yep three nil yesterday as uh the Red Raiders ranked 14th currently they'll move up in the rankings again uh later this week they don't come out with the you soccer sure? rankings until until uh, Wednesdays of this week. The coaches poll, which is the one that the NCAA recognizes. Well, that, that makes sense. So they don't come out with those till Wednesdays. It's kind of weird. Well, you've got Monday where you've got all of the football polls coming out, and then yeah, I mean, you got players of the week, me and mentioned, and everything else, they, and everybody's reacting to it on t- Tuesday. So on Wednesday, they get to be their own show. I guess so. And then with volleyball. Uh, soccer wins 3-0. They are now 13-0-2 on the season, still unbeaten. They are also 5-0 in Big 12 play. Tech Soccer this week gets that uh, BYU road trip to Provo coming up. So that's a fun one. Number six BYU as of the last poll. So yeah, we'll find out what that looks like on Wednesday. Any too. idea what they did over the weekend? I think they won. I would guess that. that that's just a, the... The assumption that I would make with how good they have been in soccer for quite some time? I would guess the same thing, but um, we'll make sure. Off the top of my head, I do not know. Effort at accuracy. Uh, They drew, actually, Hmm. on Thursday with? No idea. Cincinnati. Hmm. Same team you just beat 3-0. And this was in Provo, too. So you're saying we might see a little flippy floppy? I'm I'm saying there's a chance. I mean, this game early in the season looked like no one was going to touch BYU. I mean, they beat the defending national champ pretty badly. They started out, I think, 7-0 and on the season. And then uh, Big 12 play came around. They drew with TCU and then lost one to Utah State. That was a shock. Hmm. Uh, since then, they beat Baylor 4-0, beat Texas 3-2, but then drew with Cincinnati last week. Um, they play, and here's the the funky thing: they play today at Iowa State. Really? They don't get to play on Sunday because they don't play on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so they're making so. up the Sunday game that they would have played yesterday. So okay. they play today at Iowa State, and More then have sense, Texas yeah. Tech on Thursday. That is coming up at nine. No, it's eight o'clock. Because I'm looking on their schedule right yes, now. Yes, seven o'clock. o'clock Mountain Time. 8 o'clock our time. So a big, big one for Tom Stone and company. But uh, they have 
looked as good as you could ask so far this season. Someone that didn't look good down the stretch, the Texas Rangers blow their opportunity at the AL West title as uh, they lose 1-0. I don't know. I'm still in soccer mode. You're in soccer. It's fine. You're rolling. Keep one going. nothing. <laughs> I was there. Lucas was there. Hey, it was all mo- good, man. It's a Monday, too. one nothing. Rangers uh, blow it. Have an opportunity to go take the AL West. So we sat here. Magic number was at three on Thursday. Two. Oh, Thursday, yes. Three on Thursday. And then two on Friday. Get it down to two on Friday. Uh, win on Friday. It's down to one on Saturday because the Astros won their game. Lose Saturday. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I have that backwards. You lost on Friday. One, one Saturday, on, one right, on Saturday. to clinch a playoff spot. Right. And that then it was down to one on Saturday and just couldn't couldn't close it out. Man, what a frustrating, frustrating weekend. I mean, you want your stat of the day? I'm mixed feelings in a moment. Okay, I've got mixed feelings because of uh, Rangers fandom just getting to root for a postseason team for the first time since 2016, seven years. So I'm very happy mm-hmm. that I get playoffs to to be excited about this week. But man, you had your chance to make the playoff path so much easier for mm-hmm. you. And didn't do it. Now you get to go to Tampa Bay for three in a row. Maybe, hopefully two in a row for the Rangers. Yeah. So. Get it done easy. Get the get the day off then. All right, give me my stat of the day. Oh, Astros sealed it up, by the way, with a 8-1 to one win over the Diamondbacks. So let's forget for a moment how frustrating we are at the Rangers. You lost 94 games last year. How many did you win this year? <clears throat> 94. I don't know. 90. 90. You went 90. That's a huge I don't, swing. Yeah, it's a big swing. In the, in the one year. Nothing to be upset about going from last, second to last place in the division last year to making the playoffs. I think as a in a macro level, absolutely you're right. At a micro level, watching this team, there's stuff to be upset about. Are you ready to put your fist through the table now? No. No, no. No, but, no, no. I have a, the the other side of that. Stat. Oh, Okay. Sure. Let's see if I can. Okay. <laughs> no For those of you listening, no one can see he that. moved the keyboard uh, cord holder and put his hand put through, my the fist through the hole. Well done. Oh, okay. um, the Texas Rangers lost 72, 72 games this year. They blew 33 30. saves yeah, this year. Just one less blown save. That's all you needed. <laughs> of your losses were a blown save. You cut that number in half about where it should be, and you were the best team in baseball. Cut three of those, and this was over on Friday. I know. But I'm saying you cut that number in half like where the number should be for a decent team. Sure, for a decent team, team, yeah. And you are the best team in baseball. It's Uh, crazy. You know what that tells me? Suck. Rangers offense is legit when it's on. It is legit. When it's on. And it's been on most of the year. Yesterday, so it's frustrating. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Monday. We're rolling on to hour number two. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app. 
Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff McGuire, I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White, across the way taking care of us. Keep hitting us up. Many of you have. We'll get back to more of your reaction on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, talking Red Raiders, talking Dallas Cowboys, Rangers, whatever you want to dive into. We will on this Monday. We have overreaction Mondays. Not a lot to overreact to, but if you want to overreact to something, like say Tech's going to go win the Big 12 championship, you're welcome to put that in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It is also uh, Bear Hate Week. So if you want to uh, you know, go... Except Fozzie, right? No, you you hate on all bears. We don't have to hate on Fozzie. You get like... Uh, Winnie what about the, Yogi? You got a Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal at home you want to go punch? Yeah, it's fine. That's whatever. Harsh. Whatever bear that you've got near you uh, and you want to assault. Except a real one. Probably not a good idea. Wait. Um, does that mean I have to punch Waco Woodman over here, Lucas? I would not consider myself a bear. So I think we're good. No, nope. might need the chat line to help me out here. No is, punching. Do I have to? Do I have to do something since I'm sitting next to Joyce? I am not a bear, so we're okay. But I'm, uh, just, I'm asking questions, man. I don't know. It is I don't bear know the rules. Hate week. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna make sure I don't wear any green this week. You know, intentionally. I I like the color green, and it's sad. Like I I I have to uh, it's because it's the color of money. It is the color of money, actually. <laughs> so I have to uh i've taken so much flack for doing three baseball games for the baylor bears that one time and again if they wouldn't have one beat texas tech in that series when they shouldn't have beat them because that was not a good baylor team then i never would have heard anything of it if tech would have just taken care of business that weekend so i actually blame tech baseball that weekend it was you're gonna blame tim tadlock that is such a Waco thing I didn't to say, do. I didn't say Tim Tadlock. I said Tech Baseball. He wasn't out there swinging the bat and pitching. He's coach. Buck stops with him, doesn't it? Uh, ultimately, I guess that's how these things do work. He this does, just in. He does get Choice paid Woodman hates Tim Tadlock. That's what it is. Please don't do this. <laughs> or I will lean over and punch you if I have to. I'll I'm re- sure many people would Monday, like you to do that anyway. It's a Monday, so I'll resort to violence if I have to. If I have to. All right, keep the uh, commentary rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You tired of the uh, T-Swizzle stuff yet? Um, No, only because I have avoided it. Uh, I was listening to the Cowboys broadcast uh, and the extended postgame show instead of listening to the T-Swift love. And I'm not anti-Taylor Swift. Like, I thought she could sing for quite some time. And I think she's a very talented performer and songwriter and all the things that you would want in a performer. As a uh, older guy, I tend not to look at her looks because that just feels creepy. Even though she's old enough, it's still creepy. I guess she's like, my age. She's yeah, not that it, much younger. Than, she's in her 30s. I mean, it's not like it's... You're looking at a 23-year-old. Right, but keep in mind when I first was introduced to Taylor Swift, how she young she was. about like, Tim McGraw. Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah, you know, that's okay. yeah. not. Uh, however, I can appreciate that she was modeled beautiful then and was going to only improve on that scale. Um, so it does. I, okay. I get why Travis Kelsey is going out with her. I get why a lot of people are infatuated with her. 
I don't get why the TV broadcasters have to say her name every 15 seconds. Because ratings. Sure. And you know that. You know uh, exactly why they do I, it. We could also just talk about the game and still get the same ratings on a no, Sunday no, night football no, broadcast. No, 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 no. The ratings, the interest has spiked unbelievably because you've got a whole new grouping of people that did not watch football before but love Taylor Swift and will scream their heads off anytime they show her on the broadcast. So, you know, like it's a whole new thing. Watch. Oh, sure. I bet I bet last night's game is probably the highest rated game we will have seen until Sunday regular season game not involving the Cowboys I'll say that okay well there now the you're highest be, now you're being picky well seriously <laughs> like I'm saying it'll no, no, probably yeah, be the right. highest rated um, regular season game not involving the Cowboys in a really long time let's see hold on before you see anything I forgot something in the first hour and we have business to take care of on who is you didn't compile it well, Lucas will... He's got some homework to do during the break. All right, Lucas will get us the uh, who's on the tiny wheel later in the show then. I thought we were going to wait for Haxton. No, we're not waiting for okay. Haxton. We gotta find we'll out. spin the wheel for Haxton yeah, well, if he's got to spin it. If That's Hax a different is story. on the wheel, I mean, obviously we'll... Wait, I mean, is we're he not on spinning. There? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Okay, you find that out. If I it won't. is Hax, we'll, we'll, we'll do a full reveal for him again. Just like, you know, pile it on him when he gets back. But Now... I don't know who it is either. Are I know you it's willing me. to say you'll do a full review if you lose? I don't think I lost. I think this, well, no, is, but if this you would, I believe, was my best weekend I've had in a year, I, I, maybe. Again, I don't know. If you, just want to do a full, if you just want to do a full review because Haxton lost, okay. are you willing to do a full review if you lost? Sure, I would. Okay, that's, that's all I'm asking you to be fair. I'm pretty used to losing. Um. Okay, going back to the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Hey, quick question. Who was the dude in the sweet box last night with Taylor Swift and Ryan Reynolds and had the Texas Tech jacket on? That would be Summit Hogue. He okay. played with uh, Mahomes when he was here. Um, I don't know if he was a GA. I don't know if he crossed paths as a GA with Mahomes, too, during that time. I don't know. They've been really good friends for a long time. He was there when Pat came to town for the, I think it was a Baylor game. Um, maybe it was the Kansas game. Whatever it was, as a basket, uh, the basketball game, Ho, Summit Hogue was there too. But he's a former tech football player that didn't really play much. So there's the, well, it's a sweet tech jacket though. I want that jacket. It did look good. It's a good looking jacket. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Donnie learned how to run his mouth since leaving for Houston. Loved him while I was here, but he doesn't wear the same jersey anymore, and there's obviously no love lost. Enjoy Cougar High. That's from Tennessee Raider. You. It depends what's being said there. If it's fun, playful stuff, like Donovan running in for or tossing a touchdown, then turning to the Tech sideline and doing a Kirk Cousins, you like that? I don't have a problem with that. I mean, talk, talk a little mess, but keeping it. You know, not hateful, not... Yeah, I've never heard him say anything bad about the tech coaches, tech players, the whole transition at all. Uh, I would be shocked if I had heard something like that from that at this point. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't think... I mean, he, he went and took a giant picture with all the receivers yeah. and offensive players after the game. And, and everybody went up and they yeah. were all... And I mean, he, no he may have run there. his mouth a little bit 
but again, I don't think there's anything hateful going on there. Or this is more vicious. Davis Webb than Baker Mayfield. Way more. Way more. I mean, Davis not even. Webb. Not even close. This is. I mean, Coach McGuire said if, if you're if you're leaving, if you're transferring, you couldn't have done it any better than Donovan yeah. Smith did it. So he could have graduated first. That would have been better. Mm-hmm. That's why Davis Webb is above. So. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. On to hour number three. It's the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by Happy State Bank. Yours now on television, Fox 34 News Now. If you want to take us in that way, you're welcome to do so. And uh, as always, on the AM dial, 950 you want to tune in there you can do so as well alongside jeff mcguire in for hacks today i'm choice woodman lucas white across the way taking care of us keep hitting us up uh many of you have tech football uh what'd you see that you liked on saturday what still needs improvement what's your outlook like for the rest of the season uh we'll talk some more dallas cowboys some big 12 uh dabble in a little bit of everything here in the third hour it's playoff week for uh major league baseballs the rangers will Open things up tomorrow. We'll uh, get into that. Someone says on the chat line, German Shepherd GSD. Wow. Are you saying wow that we didn't know that? The I, D is what has, has lost me. Am I supposed to know dog abbreviations? Is that like a general knowledge thing? Because I... There are a bunch I of them that I do know. GSD I, is like Golden State Daylight to me. I don't know. It's I had no idea what you're talking about. I could tell by context clues. Thanks for... Like if you said GLD, Thanks, Mom, Golden Labrador Retriever. I'm sorry, GLR, Golden Labrador Retriever. I might have been able to get that one. Right. Or if you'd done the, yeah, uh, there's a bunch of them that I probably could have got. It was the D that just completely confused me there. Yeah, yep, same here. Do not make that a hotkey. Mm. Wow, Chuck Hines runs the NCAA now. It's a little hot for Chili Bowl. Yes, please. That's fantastic. Make it happen. Make that. Except when it is bowl season, it's not too hot for That's chili. That's true. It's not too hot for chili bowl. And you just call it that. Bullfighter says, yes, punch Waco Woodman for Baylor hate week. It's not Baylor hate week, just it's bear. bear hate week. Bear yeah. hate week. That's why I didn't do the bear joke I had for a dad joke, by the way. You had one? I had one, but I, you'd have to hate on it. Was it very good? It was decent. Man. Yep. So it's, hate, a zoo, it's a zoo one. Hate, hate on the bears all you want if you want to, uh, like, like Oregon Hate Week, a little easier. You could just go to the a park and yell at the ducks in the pond and just scream. They're at them. vicious. They, well, the geese usually are the, more geese. Yeah, more geese than ducks. But the, ducks aren't. You they're could, not friendly. You, you could yell at the ducks now. I mean, Donald, most accurate thing he does is yell at everybody. You probably really have to go like hop into a cave in New Mexico or something and try to find a a bear if you're going to yell at it or drive up to Amarillo. Why do we still not have a zoo in Lubbock? Still, I mean. Amarillo's got one. Abilene's got one. You just need some sort of zoo in love. Weren't we building an aquarium for a while? Still is. Are we? Yeah. Okay. I don't think they've hit that threshold of money to break ground yet. So it's still in the I'd works. Re- if I have to pick one, still taking donations. I'd rather have the aquarium. Really? Yeah. No, I'm a zoo guy. Aquarium's fine, but because then we wouldn't be like Amarillo or Abilene. We have our own thing. Yeah, we could have better animals than them if we had a zoo. You're not going to beat San Diego, though. 
I'm not. And if you have the aquarium, you could have a a whale. You could you could have an orca, man. If you had a big enough aquarium. That's a big aquarium. I don't think we're having. Let's go big or go home, man. SeaWorld, just come on. Who who had SeaWorld Lubbock? Lubbock. It's right in the middle of the country. (laughs) I mean, go for it. So, aren't they all closing though? No. I don't know where you saw that. I thought they were all closing. Not the one in San Antonio, at least. So, Jeff, uh, Big 12 weekend featured some surprise games. Yeah, Some, some uh, funky games, some results that we expected. What was the biggest surprise for you from the Big 12 weekend? Okay. Going pre to post, I wouldn't say this, but in-game has to be UCF losing to Baylor. You wouldn't say that that was the biggest surprise. Uh, how anyway? it ha- how it happened, man. I, I like think that in was the, the making of either way to me because they were, I think twelve and a half point underdogs going into that game. Baylor was so I think overall that was probably the biggest surprise for me. E- like absolutely the biggest surprise when they're down thirty five to seven. But I mean them winning on the road, Baylor. It may sound crazy to some people. Baylor looked a lot worse than Tech did. Their one and three looked mm. worse than Tech's one and three. It did because theirs was at home. Their, theirs was at home. Uh, they lost to Texas State at home by double, double digits. Every one of Tech's losses had been by one score so far. Doesn't make it feel any better, but Baylor had looked worse than Texas Tech up to this point. So I thought there was not much chance they were going to go to Central Florida and win the football game in the first place. No, but if I were to tell you that Baylor just wins the game by one. I wouldn't call that shocking. It's how it happened that's that's the shocking part of that. Yeah. They pull a Texas Tech Insight Bowl of 2006, and they score their first touchdown. Baylor does – or, sorry, they score the first one of this run. I think they get a field goal with – was it three minutes left in the third quarter, I believe, is what it was. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's 26 points in the fourth quarter. To win it. Unbelievable the the run that Baylor goes on there. So you go from a team that's probably given up on the season if they lose that game. They're one and four. Baylor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now to they got some fight. One that's got new life all all of a sudden and they I mean they, they become somewhat dangerous this weekend in Waco. I the second one for that would be West Virginia beating TCU. I think that's probably the right uh, I TCU is not the TCU of last year. And for a lot of different reasons. But I, I think I'm was, shocked that West Virginia has two Big 12 wins. This was another game where they were 12, 12-point underdogs. I think both of these games, um, both teams were, were double-digit underdogs going in on the road in the Big 12. Heck, I think the biggest, the smallest line, Vegas line in the Big 12 was here in Lubbock. Yep. Nine points was was the smallest line that we saw in a game. So, And Tech ends up blowing by that. Unfortunately, um, I think uh, Texas Kansas was the next one, wasn't it? I, I think. I think it was at like eleven. Uh, no, that was like no, eighteen. Eighteen. Sixteen. Sixteen is where it closed. Mm. Okay, it, it was eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, and it half. started at like nine, didn't it? No, like nine it was, and a half. They get opened at sixteen. I know. That's okay. Hmm. It's okay. So My anyway, bad. anyway, um, West Virginia, from what I've seen from that team so far. That's a good defense. There's no question in my mind. They they have a good defense. Shout out TCU in the second half. I think um, 
that team will finish in the top half of the Big 12 just because of the defense. They're going to be able to beat teams where you wouldn't think they would, but they've still got a tough schedule. They're absolutely a bold team at this point. I mean, four and one, they only need two more the rest of the way. They get Houston on the road next on a Thursday. That's a win. Not this coming week. They get a right, bye yeah. week. They get a bye week and then Houston on a Thursday. And Houston on a Thursday. So it's like a half so, bye. So West Virginia should be five and one to start the season. Should be. No one pictured that. Then Oklahoma State, who hasn't looked good, UCF, BYU, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, and wrapping up the season at Baylor. Hmm. It's the top half of the league team all of a sudden. Yeah, not many I'm people not, saw that out of West Virginia. I'm but. still not claiming that yet. What they may they end do? up be. I'm you not. you said last week that they were the worst team I in the still Big think 12 they're, still. They're in contention for the worst, like, talent-wise. And maybe I'm wrong. I'm, clearly, I'm looking you, like I'm wrong on I'll that. I'll tell you, you're wrong. You're, they're, they're not the worst team in the Big 12. I'm, or I'm even just not buying the Mountaineers. It. I'm just not. Well, you absolutely should have won that game. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. But they're better than what they were supposed to be coming into the season. And they're better than... A lot of those teams you mentioned, Oklahoma State, Houston, Baylor, I still think they're better than them. And right now they're better than Texas Tech. Yeah. Stand to the bench. Well, that doesn't take much right now, unfortunately. Golly, we just came off a win. You don't have to just drag us down. You're the one that started me in that path. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Benchwarmers. Bring your questions in right now. Yates Flooring Center chat line, easiest route. You can tweet us at 107 the score or uh, hit us up. If you want to you know, voice your own question, Visual Edge IT Hotline, 806-771-0973. What a foreign thought to call someone. It's crazy. You could do like, uh, what's it called, Telephone Pictionary? Where so you no say it to, it's the thing where like you start with a statement uh-huh. and like you tell it to one person. Whisper it to them, and then they tell it to the, the next uh, person, and they tell it to the next person. When it comes back around, it's a completely different. What sentence. is that called? That's a different. I've never heard it called telev- telephone, telephone pictionary. Pictionary. That's what you I. You Kansas heard of. people are just weird. But. That was that was something taught to me. That phrase from someone from Tennessee. Okay, so. y- y'all tell us on the chat line if there's another one. Uh, by the way, he's Clint Scott. I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White. Across the way, tell us. Uh, Don't pay attention to Luke Mosley. He's not back there. Look or Luke. Him. Luke back there. Uh, you and interns, man. You can... I can't see him. Like, when he was sitting over there, I literally... Like, I don't know when they're leaving the room or going back and forth. It's until he leaned up, I couldn't see him on that side. So... You didn't even say anything about Kyler back there, either. Uh, questions for any and all of us. He's gone by now. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, clarification. Little brother listening says Texas has 6,700 lakes. So, like yeah. I said, a few. The- <laughs> like I said, just a few. I mean, close enough. He's up in Minnesota right now. They have 11,842 up there. Ray Hubbard. Minnesota. He's in Minnesota? Yeah. That's awesome. Bench Is he Warners. on a lake right now? I doubt he's on a lake. No. I know be, that's where you would be. Would it be jelly? Uh, bench Warmers. Who? What's? No. Very, that was from last time. Forgot to delete that. Bench Warmers. <laughs> Do you think this kind of offensive performance... This is the kind of offensive performance we would have seen had Barron started from the get-go, or do you think Kitley needed to struggle to realize he was underutilizing the ground game? I think it's more nuanced than that, but 
it does make you wonder. Either way, I'm very excited for this offense with Barron running it. That's from Tennessee Raider. That's a really good question. And one we'll never know the answer yeah. to. If, I mean, if, we can speculate, we can guess at it, but... Can we speculate? Sure. Just for fun? Sure. I Because I actually think that you... You didn't want them to struggle. But where are the questions coming from? I do wonder if, you know, the whole bounce back factor helped because, I mean, the way you ended the game against West Virginia was just a punch in the gut. Yeah, I, I think you can't make a blanket statement and say, hey, you're going to be, you would have been 4-0. and Sure. What, what you're, well, 5-0 and at this point. <laughs> I know. 5-0 uh, no. at this point. You can't make that blanket statement. No. Because Baron and... In fairness, he didn't start preparing as the starter that week, but he did not look good against West Virginia. He didn't. You had almost the whole game with Baron Morton. You had from the first quarter on, and he had plenty of ample opportunities and and didn't come through for you. Now, Houston looked really good. Mm -hmm. I, I thought he did exactly what you needed him to. But again, he hadn't been called upon to go win you a football game yet either. Yep. Tyler Shuck put you in position to win the Oregon game, but he also took you out of position to win it. Yep. So you don't even know if you would have been in position with Barron. I don't think we're to a point where we can say that yet. And and maybe Barron goes on and looks amazing, and I hope he does. I'm rooting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but I think running the football this past weekend helps a lot. Now, you're not going to be able to do that every single game. Right. You're not always going to have that in the pocket where you could say, Hey, we're giving Taj 25 carries a game. We're going to run for 250 yards a game. We're going to give Cameron Valdez like six carries, and but he's going to got to run for 100 yards, yards on those six carries. <laughs> he's going to average like yeah, 30 uh, yards a carry. That's not going to be something you can rely on completely. Yeah. But um, I think that's going to be the blueprint moving forward, though. I think that is the blueprint. You're going to try to lean on the run mm-hmm. and take some pressure off your, your starting quarterback. And I, I personally think, I mean, that's that's the right move yeah. to me to do that because, and, and and part of it too. I mean, as as much as we just joked about Cameron Valdez, that's the healthiest this week that the running back room as a whole with Nehemiah Martinez has been all year. And Everybody. so you're allowed to do that a little bit more too because I get. I mean, we want to use Tosh Bricks, want to use Tosh Bricks, but if you don't have anyone behind him. Yeah. And you beat him up too much. Now, to me, it was more of when do you utilize Tosh Brooks? Yeah. Like you didn't when you needed him before this. So sure. hopefully the this is the sign of what's to come. And also hopefully you continue to have a complete running back room from a health perspective. Uh, Woodman, how was the Hall of Fame ceremony? Fantastic. Loved it. Um, I didn't. I was already a huge Cliff Kingsbury fan, but became even bigger of a Cliff Kingsbury fan after. I mean, it's just... It takes some guts, I guess, to come back. I mean, to a place you were fired, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And I know he's been back, but be back there. And he still loves this university. He still loves all things Texas Tech. He's rooting hard for it. It didn't work out for him, um, but he was so gracious. So uh, Cliff Kingsbury has come off. There's people that didn't like him because he didn't talk much. He's always been a quiet person. Mm-hmm. But, man, I... I Hope root for nothing but success for that guy moving forward. Overall, fantastic tribute to Leach. Um, something that needed to happen was was a really well done ceremony. Uh, bench warmers, are y'all? This is from Tyler. When are y'all going to finish the Olympics? <laughs> Great question. We're going with. Uh, I think we're going to get to a point where we just have to call it where it is and just no, declare abso- the winner. Absolutely, as not. as the points. Absolutely, lie. I think that's where we're at. Not. 
Which I don't even know who's ahead, but let's just Shut. we'll just have to look. <laughs> Whoever's leading mouth. at the moment, we'll just go with Whatever. that. Whatever. <laughs> no, we're a thousand percent finishing it. Okay, uh, Clint, is what Choi said true that you two on a road trip is just a bunch of singing along to emo boy bands on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, it's I didn't not... say emo boy boy bands. I said mostly like pop alt, punk, alt pop punk rock uh, yeah, from. Dude. From the high school days is generally. I mean, there's some emo in there too. There's some. We might throw a Mayday Parade song in there once in a while, but do you know who that is? Did yes. You, right? <laughs> you get you're upset. The, you're the one I was going through your uh, i. With this started with. Oh, yeah, you I found have the I, oldest iPod of all time. I find I found an iPod of mine that was like it's shattered. The screen is shattered, well, and all this. When, when did? Lucas, what, do you, what, what what year, if you had to guess, what year did the iPod come out? I can out? tell you exactly when that's from. Well, what? No, what year? The iPod Touch is what this was. The first iPod Touch. Oh, was that 03? No, that, this is like 20. But for the original iPod, right? This is, yeah, the guessing? 03, the, the touch screen one, this is from 2009, I think, or is when I got this one. Because I'm pretty sure that this was like a trial iPod that was tested before it even came out. <laughs> and it hasn't so had old. any updates. It's like, oh, no. this thing is like And so I was just going through it. And I was like, I was very impressed with the with the pop punk yeah. uh, depth. The classic crime. I mean. Yeah. And so I was just like, all right, well, this is what we're doing on this Dallas trip. So it's not every trip, but that one for sure. Was. Yeah, we've, we've definitely... Uh... We, we've rocked through some of this. As soon as I saw like, re, like Reliant K on there, just <laughs> <laughs> some stellar cart. Yeah, oh, man. A, yeah. Benchwarmers, is Baron's injury going to be a problem all year? Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess time will tell. It's obviously a fairly big deal if uh, you're having to hold him out. Mm-hmm. But the two samples, because he hurts it in that West Virginia game. Yeah. You can tell. The two sample sizes you have of him throwing the football don't seem like it's that big of an ailment on the passes themselves. Now, I don't know what kind of pain he's dealing with, what mm-hmm. what he's having to play through on that front, but the actual throwing of the football, it's not coming out there coming out of his arm soft. It's it it seems like if you didn't know there was a shoulder injury, you wouldn't know there was a shoulder injury. And and it did look Yeah, I mean, again, that's why I was like shocked finding out how little cuz it was none. The, uh, of uh, as far as the reps went that he got uh, this past week, they didn't. I feel like Joe McGuire is very honest on stuff, and he has not put any worry mm-hmm. uh, in in my mind from that aspect. Um, who knows? Maybe something you know. It, maybe it is a bigger ailment. It's just something that they're not aware of, and it just w- would be something lingering. I mean, they've done MRIs. They've. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, if, if I it, don't, it feels think... like it's not a concern to them, though. <clears throat> I mean, it is to make sure he's healthy. But as far as it being something that's going to lag along throughout the season, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a concern. To them. I think the, if there's a tear or if there was something that was going to hurt him for his future as a player, I don't think they're going to make him play through it. No, have him play through it. So I think they did a safe thing or played it safe, tried to rest it as much as possible, which is what they said. Um, obviously, him not throwing his first true passes until pregame on Saturday, and it worked out. So I, he says they're going to follow a similar regiment this week, so I'm guessing you'll probably go half the week without throwing and then kind mm-hmm. of ease into it from there. That's a pure guess. But it, it may be a soreness thing all year, but I, I don't know that it's going to have a great effect. But – only time will tell. 
We're still just in week five, week six. Thanks, Clint. Appreciate your time. You're welcome. Stay around, Clint. We'll have the bottom line coming up next for Clint, Jeff, Lucas, I'm Choice. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.